Hey, Good, morning, Good morning, Eric. <laughs> another day. Another, it's a great day. Another wacky day in the Democratic Republic of this place. Now, are you trying to do Wacky Wednesday on me? Is that how we're starting the show today? I have not done anything to merit Wacky Wednesday. Let's put it that way, but why not? You know? But the world has, so there's that. It, can you believe, first of all, we'll get to Biden making a clown of himself oh, again on the world stage at the UN yesterday. Like the, with all the shit going on in the world, he wants to talk about LGBTQ and climate change. That's it. That's, that's where mm-hmm. you went. That's, you know, meanwhile, China is like ready to invade Taiwan and maybe yep. the rest of the world. And, yep. you know, Kim Jong-un is meeting with Putin and they're, Putin. they're exchanging Kevlar vests for the, the yeah. upcoming World War Three that they will be clearly united and allied. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. so, yeah, so climate change and, um, LGBTQ. Get to that in a second, but this Fetterman thing, I don't know about you. I am oh like my God. appalled that John Fetterman is a U.S. Senator. For, first of all, he can't even speak. I mean, he had another one of those word salad things, which, okay, fine. You got issues. You got a problem. You had a stroke. Get get out of the way and let someone, even if it's a Democrat, let him govern because yeah. you are gone, dude. You're gone. But Chuck Schumer relaxed the dress code for, for John Fetterman so he can wear basketball shorts and a hoodie on the Senate floor. I, I, if, if that's not a metaphor for what the new Democrat Party is, nothing is. And did you see Susan Collins' comment? <laughs> Susan Collins. I'm going to wear a bikini. <laughs> you know, she, she definitely uh, definitely took my breath away with that comment. I was like, uh, please, please, let's uh, yeah. no. I'm like, the only thing worse than her in a bikini would be McConnell. I'm like, okay, take well, it all down. he only now. does that on weekends. When he yeah, can, no, you're right. When he can figure out how to put his own bikini shorts on, whatever. Uh, he's, he, dude, he's a hot mess too. I mean, you know, I think, I, I, you know, I was saying this the, the other week we were talking and I really do, um, I really do feel very strongly that the common sense conversation that we're trying to have for whatever reason is it's like, it's like a constant stop sign. Like nobody wants to have it. And I'm like, when did we get to a place where we just can't say what stuff is? Right. Like, right. It's racist. I, I it's bigoted to be common sense American. By the way, Lynn, why do you have American flag over your shoulder? That's so, <laughs> don't you know, that's, it's, it's not, it's awful. It's so anti-LGBTQ. You know, it's in my office, my other office in New York, you know, which I'll be there in just a moment, you know, outside of my house, you know, I have flags everywhere. You mean you don't have and an indigenous person like over the <laughs> bought the house fully furnished. So I was like, like, listen, you're sending a point very point different point. message. I don't know what it is. Trust me. Trust but me. I mean, in all truth, you know, I never thought I would see the day where the flag was a sign of being a conservative or the sign of being a racist or the, I'm like, it's the American flag, you know, yeah. for a lot of people. You know the opposite of the American flag is? Hmm. The mask. Oh, my it's God. It's literally oh their God. American flag. It's their, their, their symbol of, the, of what everything they believe in. Yep. The mask. Did I'm you like, see the Tom Hanks comment? No. No. Oh, my gosh. I just saw it last night. Tom Hanks is like, I won't even talk or associate with people who don't wear the mask. Right. I'm like, all right, asshole. Right. Go wear your mask. Nobody's stopping you. Right. You know? Well, like, they should. They should just... Keep to themselves, like Lauren yeah. Bo- Lauren Bobert should have kept to herself. Oh my God! <laughs> Why? Why? Because uh, he's a Democrat. I mean, I have no problem with her doing whatever the heck she. She shouldn't vape with a pregnant lady in in, in a close place, but she's um, not supposed to vape indoors anyway. The problem here's a problem: you can't be high and mighty unless you're high and mighty. Yeah. And yeah. rule number one 
is when you're going to sit on that freaking soapbox all the time and you're out there lecturing, you better be sure as hell that when you go outside in public, people are filming you, watching you, taking – what is this, your first day? Linda, Linda, let me just, it goes both ways. I mean, so yeah, she's caught, but you know, and, and I got caught up on this, on this too. I had, you know, a good friend of mine, Bobby Nonway, Goya Foods founder, CEO, great friend. That movie, Sound of Freedom, was going down. It, Disney owned it, I think. They were just, they were going to bury it. They were literally yeah. going to let it die. And and um, I can't remember the name of the group that, that revived it, but they needed money. And Bob put a lot mm-hmm. of the money and millions into yeah. it. It was dying a slow death. So Bob revives it. And it'd be very yeah, it's proud. Angel Film Studios. What's that? Angel Film Angel Studios. Film, yeah. So mm-hmm. great movie, great cause, great message. Jim Caviezel crushed it. Jim Caviezel played um, Tim, Ballard. Tim Ballard's life. Mm-hmm. Tim Ballard, who I've had on. I've had Jim Caviezel on. I have Bob Young on. I have Tim Ballard on. And then to find out that there are seven women accusing him. Listen, I, 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 I fully believe you need to believe victims i don't Plus, but verify you know type of thing but i don't ahead, but i want to see the proof but when there's I find smoke it- there's generally fire i shouldn't say but but generally fire like if, if there's one or but there's seven and maybe it's russell brand same thing but i got caught up in it too so your point of being if you're gonna t- if you're gonna talk about the high road mm-hmm. you better be on the high road yourself too yeah so yeah, I agree. so i just want to caveat here for for one minute as a woman, because I can say this. And one of the problems that I have with a lot of these accusations that are coming out and that I struggle with is the latency of them and how it's all of a sudden I'm like, so this happened however long ago and you've decided to come out now. Why? Because it's politically expedient because you think you can get money because why, what is it? Because if you're telling me you were too afraid to come out before, then that literally is the antithesis of what's happening because he is more famous than he's ever been right now. Yeah. yeah. So if you were afraid of the publicity before, you can't really say that now. Russell Brand too. I haven't heard him deny, you know, the accusation is that he was, had women who were trying to break up, bust up um, child trafficking, human trafficking, sex, sex trafficking. Mm -hmm. Um, But he told the women that he'd have to shower, they have to shower with them and sleep with them to to pull off the ruse just to make it Mm -hmm. more believable, which if he hasn't pushed back on that, then he's, then he's. Yeah. Listen, I don't know all the details of it. I don't know what's going to come of it, but what bothers me is when, if you really care and you really want to stop things and you really want to make a statement and you want to make a claim, then you, it's okay. I got one too. You know, listen, that, that dog is upset. He's outraged at these claims. Yes. But you know, see that she's even, she's like, believe her, believe them. But you know, you know, you look at the Russell brand claims and Russell brand has been outspoken about vaccines and masking and lying to the American and not, and the global public, if you will, and has been bashing Bill Gates. Now all of a sudden, all of these people have come out and I just, I just really struggle with, you know, if we want to bring somebody down and we don't like what they're doing, we go and we, we dig up some no stuff doubt. and all of a sudden, and that I just, I'd have an issue with that. No doubt. No doubt. You're you right. Know? No, they, they, they do. And it's, it's a, you know, it's not a conspiracy theory that it's, no. it's very, look, there's vice media. There's uh, media matters for MMFA media matters. Oh, yes. There are groups, li- li- liberal left wing groups who, when you bubble up and become more of a voice and you happen to be anti left or mm-hmm. you know, against their principles, 
Mm-hmm. They are an, a very strong investigative team. They will pick apart your past. And do, I mean, look, let's be honest. I, I fully, fully tell you unequivocally, all the accusations are bullshit with, with me. Bullshit. Every yeah. one of them. And nothing ever, ever panned out. But it was enough right. at the time for Fox to have a conversation. They don't want to deal with, with it. Yeah, they didn't want to deal with it. And, and a lot of people got got moved because they didn't want to do the investigation. They just, they were, yep. it was just too hot for them to touch. It was easier for them to, to, to and, and here's the interesting part. People that are guilty and have been guilty stayed far longer and have been in their position. Some still are in their positions at all these different networks. Yep. Well, and I, listen, I, don't, and you, I, you, I don't, I can say this, uh, John Finley, it was an open secret at Fox mm-hmm. of what was going on with John Finley. And it took him mm-hmm. 12 years to finally do something about it, which, no, let's be honest. Suzanne Scott, Finley was very close to Suzanne Scott. So he kind of wrote her coattails all the way up and she protected mm-hmm. him, period. I mean, 100%. people crushed anyone who was involved with Roger because they were just close to Roger. I mean, Suzanne should have been <laughs> crushed a long time ago. And then now she still should be crushed for hiding Finley's. Uh, divergences, which were common, very common. But see, that's that's what's interesting about all of these situations, right? So it's like, no, this person can't because this person is black or a woman or gay or whatever the reason is. So we've got, you know, the white straight male over here and that guy, you know, he's a jerk. He's a, he's a scumbag. He's going down. And it's like, I'm sorry, but there's got to be a point in time where we can all meet in the middle and be able to say, this is not right. Something is off, you know? And Again, right back steeped to in evidence. Steep it in evidence, and if, if it can't be, you know. And, and again, Russell Brand is the the example, but yeah, there was one woman who said she immediately went to the police and had a rape kit done the same day. Right. So, so that's a little bit different yeah. to me. So yeah. if that's if that happened and that happened the next day, okay, so this woman might be one thing, right? Yeah. But for me, I'm just I I am so sick and tired of hearing about victims that come out. Five, six, seven, ten years later, twenty, and say twenty, twenty, yeah. you know. And it's so funny too because um, you know Tucker Carlson did that interview with this guy who claimed that he was with Barack Obama, and I have no idea if it's true or not. But what I find so interesting, and I saw this a lot on social media, and I always like to read social media because it's just sort of like this, you know, um, cesspool of commentary, right? It's just everybody's got something to say. It's amazing. I'm like, wow, you people are ridiculous. But they literally believed everything that E. Jean Carroll said about Trump right? and nothing that this guy said. Same amount of time, probably less for him, right? No, way less. Way less. It and like it's like, so this is years 10 ago. years. Or, yeah. yeah. So this is like, it's, I think, wasn't it like 38 years for E. Jean yeah, Carroll? Yeah, like 35 some years ago in, in, a, in, oh. down in Bergdorf. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm sorry, but anybody who knows Trump knows Trump is a germaphobe. Yeah. Yeah. Trump is not, there's no more disgusting place in a dressing room. I've never tried on clothes in a dressing room because I don't want to be in there. I don't want people doing there. 38 years ago, he was still Donald freaking Trump and he can't go into a dressing room with a woman without a bunch of people going, why is Donald Trump in a dressing room with a, I mean, come on. It's. And listen, putting all other things equal, you know, Donald Trump had models and this and that coming to him at every single turn of every single moment of his life. Did he need to go to Bergdahl? Goodman in a dressing room with Eugene Carroll? No, I don't think so. Here's how it works. Because I was at the surf club probably 40 years ago, single, with a beautiful model, gorgeous girl, taller than me, by 6'2". And uh, Trump and and a couple of his bodyguards 
uh, well, he sent his bodyguards over to ask my date to go dance with him on the other side of the dance floor. My point is, oh, yeah, he loves beautiful women. There's no question. He's willing to, right. to, to, to like take the extra step to meet beautiful women, but he doesn't do it himself. He would never. And the, the theory was that just Trump and E. Jean Carroll were alone and he asked her to go into the and then against her will. It's such bullshit. He's right. He, and the problem is that. that anybody saying that it was bullshit was an asshole. Oh, she has to be believed. She has yeah, to be this. I'm like, your, your he went through great. 40, every, 40 years every, of her life? Every, really? Everyone who accuses a conservative is absolutely to be believed no matter what, even if it was 40 yep. years ago and there's no one they told. But yep. you accuse, you, you, what's it, Tara Reid? You, you know, yeah, I mean, her with. mother calls in the C-SPAN and is like, this guy's a creep, this Joe Biden, and my daughter worked for him, and he had her up against the wall, and he was assaulting her, and she tried to report it, and nobody believed her. And I'm just like, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't. I have never seen Donald Trump in any of my time watching him do anything that even slightly looked untoward. Now, Joe Biden will sniff everything from a baby to a 30-year-old woman. What are you doing? Um, this is not hard. I'm sorry. It's not hard. The way he grabs women, the way he puts his hand around their waist. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, that people are like, oh, yeah, this is, a, this is a wonderful thing. You know, this is one of those things where uh, kiss my baby. What? Yeah, no. Shut up. No. Stop it. Don't it's let your, all don't too let much. your little girl near Joe Biden. And also don't let Joe Biden drive the bus that your kid gets onto to go to school because the guy can't even see, let alone why is this the guy who's commander in chief of the most powerful military on the planet? He had another word salad yesterday at the UN. I mean, it's one of those moments where I don't know what the words are that you are trying to get out of your mouth, but they are not part of the English language. Yep. I'm sorry. They're yep. just not. Yep, yep. I did that I, I don't on the show last night and, and it, we there was three of them where you just go, no idea what the even he. You know, I don't know he, what you're saying. You can, you can think in the t- in terms of a teleprompter, like mm-hmm. he misread the line. He is, but th- there was just no co- cohesive. No, or it's not coherent. Thought. I'm yeah, like, yeah. what is happening? Yeah, and it's it's so funny because people are like, um, it's, I always like to read the left because I like to see you know how they spin their fake news. And it was like, oh, he was amazing. The crowd was enthralled. That that. that. <laughs> Ah, uh, I'm so sorry. Most, what, mostly what, peaceful what? protests, flames. <laughs> I mean, is, seriously. There's an insurrection that's threatening, you know, 245 year democracy without one single gun brought. And, and yep. it, it, it's about to take down the, the United States of America. Um, yep. But flames in the streets, burning things, shit burning down. And a reporter says, this is a mostly peaceful protest. And the left just yeah. says, uh huh. I agree with both of those. Sure. That sounds great. Really? Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, and, and this is just my humble opinion. We, we all have a breaking point. The nation is coming to a breaking point. We are under a land invasion. The common sense factor that needs to come into all of this is when they say these people are looking for asylum that are, they're at our border. I'm so sorry. Can we have a brief conversation <clears throat> about the thousands upon thousands of Haitian and African migrants? They're not from Central America. They're not from South America. How the hell are they getting here? No, no, you can't. No, this whole idea of asylum. And Biden said he's, we're going we're gonna to offer them asylum. Okay, well, that's the first step to let them in. Don't say, did you see this thing yet? yesterday? Bill Malusian, Fox, uh, you know, yeah. reporter on the on the border, talked about there was a 
one of the guys they caught in May and they gave him the, the little, okay, come report, but here's mm -hmm. your wristband and come report. Here's your cell phone. Mm -hmm. uh, he killed someone. Yeah. yeah murdered them. He was let go in May. He murdered them this week. Yes. Again, you I mean, know, one is too many, but when you do 9,000 illegals coming in one single day and there's, you know, 5 million since Biden's been president, maybe soon to be 6 million. Yep. There's going to be a lot of crime attributable to those people. I'm just period. Not to mention, forget even that. Let's say every person that comes over here is is isn't a criminal. No one is. They have no history. This which is bullshit. Probably 20, 30, 40 percent of them. But let's say they're all legitimately just trying to get here. When mm -hmm. you take that many people mm -hmm. and push it into a society that, that there's, they don't know our language. We don't know their language. They don't know mm -hmm. our customs. We don't know their customs. They come from around the world. It's not just Central mm -hmm. America anymore. Around the no. world. You They're from everywhere. You change the fabric of the country. There's going to be animosities. I don't really get, I don't know why you're selling fruit on that stand when you're not supposed to. You see this video of a guy who went apoplectic. He threw a, a fruit stand over. But the guy, you know, an American who's pissed off about people coming over, mm -hmm. didn't like them selling fruit on, on, on a street that he lived on. And, you know, he shouldn't have been as violent as he was, but he, you have to give him some sort of leeway that Americans are pissed because so many yes. people are coming over here, you know, eating up the resources. They're not yes. paying. They're no. competing. Our children, our kids are competing for the same resources that these illegal people have no right to it whatsoever. School, no. food, housing, lodging. And it's just so unfair. And yet, no. The, the whole idea that they just don't care or aren't doing a thing about it is mm -hmm. infuriating. Infuriating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. At least to me. I'll tell you, when I look every day in New York City as I walk around, and I'm in Rockefeller Center where all the networks are, as you know, and on the street, three, four, five rows deep are Haitians. Yeah. And I'll say, how you guys get here? What's going on? Oh, uh, we come bus. We come bus. Oh, you came on bus from Haiti? Yeah, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Water bus. <laughs> okay. You walking on water now, you Jesus Christ. I mean, give me a break. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just, it, it is deliberate and it is an invasion. And unfortunately, to your point, the resources and the funding that they're getting, whether it's in California where they're giving them $300 checks a week. I'm like, you wouldn't do that for an injured veteran sitting on the right. street. You got the San Francisco mayor suing the city because of the homeless encampments. You got babies dying in daycares because there's so much fentanyl. Yep. Where a week before the New York City inspection unit for these facilities passed them with flying colors. Mm -hmm. So th this whole idea that the government is here to help you, it's kind of like when we talk about COVID or the masks or whatever, and they're like, oh, well, the government really cares. That's why they're giving you the vaccine. I'm like, oh, fantastic. Where's the uh, cancer medication they're giving away or the AIDS vaccine? I'd like to see those because none of that shit is developed. It, it, it just, it's reminding me that, again, Biden's speech yesterday at the UN, he promised $25 billion to the World Health Organization. $25 billion yep. to WHO, who completely yep. fumbled COVID, first of all. But second of all, we hit in the same couple of week period that we hit $33 trillion in debt, which means we yep. don't have it. It's yep. what we owe that we don't yep. have. We're giving $25 billion to an organization that has absolutely no credibility and no no history of any successes, no, none whatsoever. Everything that's been discovered medical wise has been done on the in the private sector, not the world health. But 20, I was just like, wait, twenty four billion for Ukraine? He's asking mm -hmm. for twenty five billion for world mm -hmm. health, and we are getting deeper and deeper in debt. Yeah, thirty three trillion dollars. First time in history. Like 
La La Land, am, am I wasted or something? Is this, does this, it makes so little sense. It's the opposite of making sense. Mm-hmm. Yet they keep doing it. What, why? What, yep. no, no risk? I don't know. I have to say that this to me, Biden is a puppet. He's out to lunch. He's done. He's gone. I don't know where he is. And quite frankly, I don't care if he ever comes back. He is purely a mouthpiece and, and a poor one at that for the, whatever this group is that's behind him. And that group wants a one world environment. They want a one world currency. They want digital currency. Yep. They want control. They are looking at, and I'm telling you, in my opinion, the only way to fix this is, and this is going to sound crazy. This is where I go down conspiracy lane and it's fine. I have a rental there. I don't mind. I pop in every once in a while. It's okay. You know, I believe that this country needs to be divided in half. You go your way. I'll go my way. And you know what? In 30 years, when you assholes are trying to figure out your way and you're wiping your own ass with your hand because you don't have toilet paper because you people don't know what you're doing, that's fine. We'll conquer you. We'll, we'll take you some back over. We'll, t- we'll take care <laughs> of that. We're capitalists. We'll, we'll, we'll take free market that. over here. No, and we'll, we'll conquer you. We'll take you back in and we'll be the United States of America again. But I for sure as hell, I'm telling you right now, when we get invaded, and it's coming. World War Three is coming. If you think for one second, the drag queens, you know, the uh, LGBTQ community, the Antifa, uh, you know, brave men and women who march in the street, beating up old ladies. You think those are the people that are going to the front lines? No, no, no they're not. No. They're not. They're hiding it's in our the military with their iPhones. Exactly Crazy. right. Yeah. Crying, wishing that they understood how to get service because the internet's not working and they don't have to build anything with their hands because they've been on the government handout since they were 12. That's so true. And they think they're entitled to everything. So anyways, that's a, that, I mean, that really is down a complete rabbit hole, but all of that to me is where we are presently. And I think where we're going is going to be a full circle. We should do it. I just figured it out. You and me, we're just talking. We should, you know, it's a better answer than, than to divide yeah. the country in half. It's Uh-oh. what is it? You only get to vote if A, you're a citizen, and B, you pay taxes. Oh, I listen, I've been saying that for years. I think it's one voting day, no vote by mail, no mail in ballots, unless you're a military member. And even then I want it like, you know, crisscross, applesauce all the way to Sunday. I want to know that it's you. And I want to make sure that everybody just shows up and goes. And when they come out, I want them to be brave enough to go, I voted for Trump. I voted for DeSantis. I voted for Vivek, whatever it is. I don't, I, this whole idea of, you know, people, everybody's so afraid, you know. But, but all the people who don't pay into, into you know, it's 40, they don't get to 40, be in 47% it. of the country doesn't yeah. pay any federal income tax. Like, so no. the 53% that pay, they get to vote. The other ones, you, you, want, you want your free shit, fine, but you don't get a vote. Guess what happens? Right. Conservatives win and they eliminate the free shit. So, and that's really where that's really why they're bringing them in and giving them the free shit is because they want their vote. Of course, that's really all that it comes down to. And it's so funny because when I talk to people that are educated and are students of history and actually know, you know, what what our nation has stood for and who has done what throughout the years, it's always so interesting to me when you talk to somebody who either really doesn't know their history that well, or says, Oh, it's always been the Democrats that help the minorities or help, you know, the disenfranchised. And I'm like, what? No, it's not. It's a complete opposite, but they don't know. And they sincerely don't know. Can I throw something in here before we we end this? Last week we talked about interest rates. And so oddly enough today, the fed is making a decision about interest rates. They may keep them 
unchanged. I would like to point out that yesterday the Bank of England came out and said, we're very concerned about runaway inflation. We've raised their rates and they're going to continue to raise going forward, which means that it's going to continue to be raised here as well because mm-hmm. oil is now $95 a barrel. Last week we talked to it was 90. It's now $95 a barrel. Everything's headed up. Prices are headed up. And again, we've spent another, we spent the better part of two years now with, with a, a stock market that's been relatively flat. There's been no gains, no crashes, mm-hmm. no gains. In the meantime, gold has gone up probably 20%. It will yep. continue. As interest rates go up, hard assets like metals will be the best place to, to, to park your money. It won't be stock market. We're watching the real estate market crumble, not crumble, but certainly retreat strongly across the board. The last holdout was Miami real estate, which is a really good indicator of the, of the, the general housing market, and it's starting to weaken as well. So yep. housing's not... It's, your house isn't going to protect your assets. Your bank isn't going to protect your assets because of inflation. The stock market is very risk, uh, highly risky right now, given higher interest rates, because, again, money seeks the best return. And right now, rates are better than the stock market. The place to the best place to go right now is, is to be in hard assets like gold. And I know it's our friends at Allegiance Gold. It's not that, folks. Uh, yes, they're great. I've been a gold bull for the entire my entire career. The, the, mm-hmm. the analogy I've said on this show is the day I walked onto the, onto the Fox and Friends set for the first time at Fox, I had just come from CNBC and I pulled out a gold coin. I still own those gold coins because I'll never mm-hmm. sell them. $600 an ounce that day, approaching $2,000 an ounce today. And 2000 will be cheap going forward. You'll see because 100%. when the shit hits the fan, people with gold are the pe- only the people going to have a hard asset that they can negotiate because your dollar is going to lose its value. No. For every every downtick in the value of your dollar because of inflation, all that gets piled in that value gets piled into into hard assets like gold. So that's that that I'm trying to help you out, but I'm also a full believer in and um and I live I walk the walk and talk the talk. Yeah, no. It's a very real thing and gold truly is the only path to a tangible asset right now in a market where everything is just it's just all smoke and mirrors. It's all smoke and mirrors. So Allegiance Gold, fortunately, and the good thing about Allegiance is that they walk you through it. They explain it to you. You know, like, what don't you understand? Have you ever owned it before? You know, what can we do to give you, you know, a little bit of intelligence and a little bit of an education on what it is to own an asset like this, which is great. It's so easy to do. It's literally easy. You you, you pick up the phone, you negotiate a deal and you you, you buy gold and you own gold. You own actual gold. So exactly. It's, it's, it's your hedge. And if you, even if you don't believe it, you know, it's always good to have a parachute. A little bit of Let's call it a parachute. Yep. You know, if you hope you never need a parachute, but when yep. you, if God forbid you do, you, you're glad you have it. And no, it's better to have it and, and, you know, and not need it. That's to me, that's always the way of, of, uh, yep. of living my life. That's for sure. But all right, my friend, thank you for another great episode. I'll talk to you again soon. See you next week, everybody. Bye.